1: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Hey, by fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I am joined now with my co-host, Mark Collins. Mark good morning good
2: morning good morning always a pleasure always a pleasure michelle
0: doing that morning stretch right now
2: (laughs) wait hold on before we go any further i'm dying to know how was hawaii we left off you were leaving in hawaii we're back Mm -hmm. you gotta fill us all in on how hawaii was it was beautiful tell tell me about it
0: yeah it was everything i needed and some like i just i needed it for the soul like just to sort of regroup again uh, ground myself, put my phone away. Yep. Don't worry about work, even though it's never a hundred percent not about work. You know, still had to deal with a few correspondents who were at uh, this past weekend's fight between KSI versus phase Temper. So
1: yes. I still
0: had to deal with a few WhatsApp messages and <laughs> of that sort. But for the most part, I was able to fully tap out, and I feel so grateful. You know, I used to I used to live there as a child, so I oh, got wow. to see. The elementary school I went to, the ha- like the the condo apartment that I used to live in, um, drive past past the another elementary school I went to, which was on a, an Army, or, or no, it was a Navy base, I think it was. My, my parents aren't in the Army, by the way.
2: Oh, wow. That's Navy, no wow.
0: it was the only school that was within the area where I've lived, so I went to that school because everyone always thinks oh so you're an army child i'm like no actually i'm not <laughs>
2: <So> oh. <laughs> when, I
0: school, when i was going to school with all those kids they they were you know they were there one year and gone the next so um anyways it was nice it was nice it was very that's good mm-hmm. that's,
2: that's good to hear glad it was way, very well deserved you work hard so you know and you get you got to go to a dream location a lot of people don't get to go so i'm glad to hear that maybe for me one day we'll see i'll keep my fingers crossed
0: <laughs> yeah i mean <sighs> honestly like it was one of the what it's honestly one of the best places in the world i mean you genuinely can't not love yeah you know well,
2: well yeah absolutely you ask people their dream vacations a lot of times people say greece or hawaii is somewhere in there you know so that is that is a very uh, beautiful place that everyone gets to see that we don't get to go to so yeah, but I'm glad you got to enjoy and go back home to the uh to where the essence was.
0: Yeah, go go back to the home the homeland ish. <laughs> it's kind of like a homeland to me because I spent some of my childhood there, so yeah, but yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, I, rem-
2: I, re- I remember as a kid, I used to live in Puerto Rico back when I was like 10 to like 13, and I remember going back. Mm-hmm. And and seeing the old school and, and just looking at things, remembering how it used to be and then seeing it now it looks so different. Some of it was just non-existent. The building was barely up and it just time goes by and, and everything mm-hmm. just changes. You know, the landscape looked different. You know, people look different, but, you know, everything has its time and life keeps going. But it's good to see it to go back and move on. I like where I'm at now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's actually quite interesting because my dad goes, did everything, does everything look smaller to you now? Yeah. Because when I was there, I was just a child. So it it did. Everything did. I remember there was this after school. uh, I used to go to this school that was literally one block from the beach. Right. Mm -hmm. And everyone would bring their boogie boards and their surfboards to school. And then after school, we would all grab them and just go to the beach. And so there was this pier that we used to jump off of. And I went back to the pier and I'm like, I remember I used to be so afraid to jump. I couldn't even understand it. It was always so afraid. And I, and I went back and it was so small. I was like, really? I was afraid of this. Wow. So, so Yeah. It was a different perspective. I got to go to Hawaii as an adult, which is a completely different experience than yeah, having yeah. a curfew and having to go to school and, <laughs> and all that stuff. So it was, it was great. I, I, Hope to go back for my birthday, which is the end of July, and hopefully with family this time. Yeah,
2: that'll be nice. That'll be real nice. Yeah. Get to get to see certain parts of the island you probably didn't get to see this time and then uh you know, make it, make it an even better trip, you know, you're, yeah. familiar, you're familiar with it. So that's, that's a good thing.
0: I had, some, I had some nice OnlyFans content that I,
2: uh... <laughs> I <saw. laughs> oh man, speaking of Only OnlyFans, while you were gone, Iggy Azalea hopped on OnlyFans and she made over 300,000 in 24 hours. Yeah. Good for her. Good easy, for her. Easy
0: money. Easy money, I'm telling yeah. you right now. Easy yeah.
2: money. Speaking of all, how's it going? How's your OnlyFans going for you anyway?
0: Yeah, it's going really good. It's so funny because I don't know why people are like, oh, Michelle's gave up on OnlyFans. She's not on it anymore. And I'm like, yeah. where are these comments coming from? What are you talking about? I've never left. I've been there seven months now, been doing just fine. You know, the first month is always going to be your biggest month because you're going to get the nosy looky lures. They're going to yeah. be like, oh, I'll pay 10 bucks to see what she's up to.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, I make it very clear. There's no, there's no misleading. I make it very clear that my preference is I am strictly just doing uh, bikini, lingerie, yeah. um, no nudes, no nothing like that. And the group of people that I currently have that are on the page are very great. They're supportive. No one's – I mean, you get the occasional a-hole like once a month. But yeah. it, it's filtered out. All of that's filtered out now.
2: Which is good. Um, team Team Michelle. They're Team Michelle yes, over there.
0: Exactly. <laughs> They're happy with what I'm providing and that's, that's it. And I have my boundaries and they respect that. And I make it very clear. That way there's no misunderstanding. That's there's great. No, you know, you read my bio and it makes it very clear. There's no nudes. So don't ask, don't subscribe and ask. So it's just strictly a fan page where, you know, I, you, you know, back in the day, some model for Maxim, FHM, all those magazines. So I was a glamor model back in the day. Oh, that, wow. That's what it's called. Pre pre IG models,
2: <laughs> glamour yeah. glamour model, yeah. I we were
0: actually, in physical magazines back in the day. Wow. Yeah, that sounds crazy to say because that's what? a rare thing these days. Everything's digital, so it was really cool to be able to pull out these magazines and still see the 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 young, the young me.
2: Wow. In it. Yeah, yeah, that's a throwback right
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> be, what's the word when it's when it's old? Uh, Classic. Uh, like, yeah, like a classic. There you go.
2: Yeah. Wow. Um, well, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I didn't know I know you were in
0: Did you see how they're bringing back the Walkman? Get out of here. Shut up. I'm like, wow. let me go in my boxes and find the original.
2: Wait a second. You're talking about with a cassette tape and yes. everything?
0: They're bringing back the Walkman. Jesus yes.
2: Christ. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now I
0: understand when my parents say that every generation repeats itself. So now. Wow. Things that were like the cool things in the '80s, watch them come back.
2: So I guess, I guess next week uh, they might be coming back with, with bell bottoms. So let's see.
0: <laughs> well, I still like bell bottoms.
2: <laughs> not me. I, I'm good. I'll stay where I'm at. I like my pants a little <laughs> fitted. <laughs>
0: well, Mark, to be fair, if if a man, if I saw a man walking around in bell bottoms, I probably would be turned off.
2: Yeah, he, he he better be attached to some type of Broadway Broadway show. So
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely not a turn on. It's a turn off if I was to see a man walking around in bell bottoms. No offense yeah. to those who, who wear them. It,
2: it's true though. Mama was right. Um, all these these fads, these um different different uh different code, you know the, the different styles, they end up coming back again. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what else well, comes back.
0: Mark, today is the day of deadlines.
2: Oh man, I hate deadlines in boxing. <laughs> I really do.
0: Uh okay. it, it, According to Oscar De La Hoya, he tweeted on, what was it? Two days ago, he Mm -hmm. tweeted, I have no contract. Deadline for me is Monday or I'm moving on. Hashtag Davis Garcia. Now I have one thing to say about this. Oscar's the homie. Don't get me wrong here, Oscar. You're the homie. But I, I play off keywords and things, okay? And I noticed that he used the word me. Deadline for me is Monday. I want to know what the deadline for Ryan Garcia is because yeah. that's what matters. I now, know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the fight supposed to be scheduled for April?
2: Yeah, I heard April. You know, got
0: plenty of time between that point.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. What did you say? April 15th, if I'm week,
0: correct. Another two weeks if need be.
2: Yeah, I'll I, I tell you. When I hear the word, that I'm giving you a deadline, it just gets my blood boiling. I hate it. Yeah. But, but the part that, that that's a little bit that sticks out to me is that Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis, they both tweeted out back, it was, I'm looking at it now, October 11th. They tweeted out, done, done deal. Almost like they're teasing us that they know this fight's going to be signed. Mm-hmm. And then later on, a month later, Javante Davis sends out another tweet. He goes, I'll be back in the ring January 7th. Stay tuned for more details. After that, it's me and Ryan, signed, sealed, delivered, done deal. So now we have Oscar giving us a deadline. I, I, I'm getting a headache.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I got to play off the fact that Oscar tweeted on the same day, by the way. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was earlier that day, not even – I think he tweeted uh, – yeah, he, I have no contract was tweeted uh, mm-hmm. after – the tweet that I'm about to read where he says, can we just get back to real boxing soon? Hmm. And I know he's referring to on DAZN, they had, um, you know, the Misfits, KSI versus Face Temper. Yeah. And all I have to say about that is we would love to do that, Oscar. Absolutely. But don't start making the fights for us to start looking forward to, quote, real boxing again. Like we can't, we can't keep all, all pointing the fingers at each other saying, oh, it's his fault. Oh, it's your fault. It's everyone's fault. Everyone needs to get their shit together because right now boxing is in the transition of where it may never come back to what it was because too many people are playing too many games and too many egos are in the kitchen
2: Yeah.
0: and oh yeah, well, I'm I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. You know, I'm gonna give you this day. No, I'm gonna give you that day. It's like I don't give a shit how long it takes. Just get it done. So the fact of the matter is, is that we can't go back to quote real boxing if y'all ain't willing to make the fights that we want to see. That's right. Now I can't sit here and say because I'm not in the room. I'm not in the emails, in the WhatsApp count conversations. But I remember Oscar blaming Al Heyman before. Now. Al Jameen obviously doesn't speak we yeah. don't hear him but I remember him pointing the finger at Al Hamas well, why these things didn't happen then we got good news that the fight was coming Yeah, and, and Gervonta had tweeted and, and Ryan had tweeted everyone sort of giving off that impression that it was done so I'm super confused right yeah. now you know, yeah. everybody else is too to go I have no contract what
2: I know and see to top it off we can't even give Mayweather Promotions a blame or point the jab at them at them in, 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 in this conversation because Tank is just no longer with Mayweather Promotions at this time. Hmm. See, there was a time that Mayweather said, we're not fighting anybody, and I quote him, we're not fighting anybody outside of Mayweather Promotions, outside the stable. Yeah, so, I, was there, I was
0: there when he, when he was yeah. saying that at post-fight press
2: conference. So we're a little bit past that. Tank is, is not with Mayweather, Mayweather Promotions. So, like, what's the hold of it? You know, we're getting teased, and, and this is the problem, like, with boxing, ultimately. Like, sometimes it needs to just be signed, sealed, delivered, and just give us what we need. You know, give us what the world wants. We don't want to hear these tweets about deadlines and I haven't got a contract. It's like, come on, bro. You're giving us a headache at the same time.
0: Now, I went back to Javante Davis' Twitter account, and we know that ain't reliable because he tweets stuff and takes shit down. Yeah. But I, I could have sworn that he said that his side was signed. So I'm super confused as to how there is no contract. Do you remember him saying that, or am I tripping?
2: Well, in that text that he tweeted out on November 17th, it basically said, I'll be back in the ring January 7th. Tune in for more details. After that, it's me and Ryan signed, sealed, delivered. Deal done. That's insinuating that there's no more hurdles in this fight.
0: So, yeah, but I could have sworn there was something recent. Hmm. I could have sworn again, I can't I can't even go back to this page to say that for that in fact, that is what I saw because you know he's known to delete his tweets. Yeah. like five minutes after. if you don't catch it, that's it. Yeah, you know, like a Snapchat.
2: <laughs> they <laughs> asked him about that. It's they Snapchat said goes I- down. I- I saw an interview where they asked him, they said, why do you delete your text messages, af- your, t- your tweets after you put them out? And he goes, well, I just figured I'd just say it once and I don't want to go back to it was the answer. <laughs> so, yeah. whatever. Once you put it out, we, we the, the world sees it anyway. So, that's why we got screenshot.
0: Yeah, but even then, you know, that shit ain't always reliable. Yeah. Because people be Photoshopping the things all the time. That's, that's true. why That's why it's so hard for me to, like... Whenever something said about, oh, do you want to say tweet of this? I'm like, mm, I didn't see it myself, so I'm not going to report on it. because
2: that, That's true. That's true. You don't want to be really that really thing.
0: Anyone could create something and make it look real. So
2: That's true. You don't want to. The worst thing you want to be on social media or any type of platform is something that puts out fabricated news. It's like, you, you know, you look at like we can't we can't rely on it. So the credibility yeah. of, of, of a person putting it out is important. Yeah. People really uh, look forward to that. They appreciate that. I learned that for sure.
0: So, you know, sort of going into the fact, obviously, this past weekend was KSI versus FaZe Temper. You know, this new wave of boxing, that's what I call it, the new wave of boxing, because it is a different form of boxing, isn't it? Like, these aren't people who...
2: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore.
0: Who've been fighting their whole lives? These aren't people who went to the Olympics. These are these are just guys who decided one day, I want to start fighting, and that's why a lot of them get knocked out pretty relatively quickly because they're not real fighters. It's yeah. not actually getting a competitive fight. Congratulations to KSI who knocked out Phase Temper in the first round. I personally didn't catch the fight. I was on vacation, and on vacation means that I get to tap out. I do not. <laughs> Deal with work, talk about work, want to even think about work. So I caught the highlights of, of his win. There's a lot of controversy that goes around this because, you know, Jake Paul has really solidified himself in the sport of boxing. And only three years ago, everyone was laughing at that.
2: Yeah, so fact. What
0: are we really looking at three more years from now? I mean, it, I know that he's joked about saying like, oh, I'm going to be a world champion. But I mean, real talk. It's possible. It's possible now. It's,
2: it's, but with the amount of belts in each division, it's possible. That's number one. Yeah. And yeah. to top it off, if you if you really pay attention to Jake Paul, whether you like him or love him or whatever the case, you hate him, he's he is getting better, and he's dedicated to the sport of boxing. Okay. And there's there's actually professional boxes, real professional boxes that respect jake paul and they'll even acknowledge that they go the yeah. kid the kid has gotten better and he's progressing he's dedicated he's dedicated he's dedicated to, to uh to boxing so i gotta really give my uh my my, my credit to him well, for, for his who, progress in three years
0: a person who has sparred jake paul uh, he's just entered into the weight room and we'll we'll actually um be inviting him in in just a few minutes is andrew tubidi cruiserweight um, I'll actually ask him about his experience with Jake Paul. But overall, Mark, like <laughs> good or bad for boxing? Because think about it. For people like myself who run and operate YouTube channels, we're very dependent on views. Now, when you're going to these events like KSI, Face Temper, Jake Paul, you know, all these guys, they get us views. Yeah. So who's to blame for the fact that boxing is shifting is 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 it to blame that the fact that people like myself give those guys time, or is it the fact that people aren't making the big fights that we want to see?
2: That who exactly, exactly. And, and you know what? Honestly, I think it's a combination of everything. When you sit here and you take two fighters who are not household names, and you say I'm going to marinate this fight, and I'm talking about these promoters, they want to they want to make fighters fight when they want to in a couple of years and just drag it all along. people get tired of that people get fed up fed up and more or less they're like you know what this jake paul fight's coming on this weekend let me watch this because the big fights just ain't happening now you open the door to 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 youtubers and everyone else to make money and just have boxing fights
0: but you know what also do you know what else is also at fault is we have to acknowledge the fact that pre-covid we were getting double headers
2: triple Mm. headers interesting yep
0: so, the undercards are not nearly as good as they used to be after COVID.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. They haven't been as great for, for a couple of years.
0: So, it's, it's, it's discouraging when people are spending money that they don't have. Inflation is through the roof right now. I mean, can't even buy a steak for less than 20 bucks. I mean, don't even get me started at the cost of fucking eggs right now $10 oh, yeah. for 12 a dozen of eggs. Like, it's ridiculous at this moment.
2: Yeah, I went to the cash register yesterday. Ten ninety nine. I told her, put it back. Walked, <laughs> walked out. Walked right out. Just told me, give me that little soda and left. That's
0: it. I'm telling you, it's getting so expensive, <laughs> and yet the the few really good events that we're getting really only have a strong main event. The undercards aren't living up to what they used to three, four years ago, when we had a lot to look forward to you know, early on in the night. So I think that's also discouraging people, especially when you have the likes of UFC that are putting on stacked events month after month after month. So yeah. we have a lot to be worried about in the sport of boxing right now. We're changing, but we're, we're changing in a way that we may never be able to undo it. And there's no one else to blame but those that are not willing to put on the fights because of ego and i'm going mm. to leave it at that
2: wow that's true
0: so we're going to actually um we have andrew tabidi in the weight room i'm going to go ahead and um bring him in right now he has recently signed with nova sports and we're going to kind of talk a bit about that and what's going on in his career uh let me go ahead and add andrew andrew
1: hey hey, hey how you doing
0: Hi, Andrew.
2: How are you? <laughs> what's up, Andrew? I'm
0: doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing, brother?
2: Good. Good. Not bad, Andrew. It's a pleasure.
1: Yes.
0: Well, you you, you were obviously in the room for just a minute to right. hear kind of what we were talking about just really quickly before we get on to the, your new signing and your career and what's going on with you at the minute. Because I know you're out in Miami training with Lawrence Um, uh-huh. What is your thoughts on? You know, Oscar, I don't know if you saw, but Oscar De La Hoya tweeted, like, can we get back to real boxing now? You know, referring to the fact that we're p- putting all this attention on these YouTubers. What are your thoughts? Just hearing what he and I had to say.
1: Um, I think it's I think he's correct, man. Um, this the boxing game, we want to see the real fights. We want to see the Earl Spences and, you know, Terrence Crawford's and, you know, Javante's. you know, um, and, you know, you got Jake Paul coming in and making all this noise. And I feel like it's not cool. Uh, he only been boxing for a few years. You got guys boxing all their life and don't want to fight. And um, he's making all this money. So you know, I think I think the boxing game we need to step it up. You know, I'm just, I'm here to try to step up and try to fight all the guys and all the names. And but um, it's hard.
0: It it is hard, and 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 I can see even from your perspective, right? When you have real talent out there, it must right. be difficult. To get the right people behind you to push that because as you know, as we all know, shit, even for me to run my YouTube channel, we're super dependent on on um, sponsors and things of that sort because we can't travel the world without sponsors and, and a boxer can't train full time and focus on his career if he doesn't have the right people behind him putting the bill before you to make that type of money, right?
1: Exactly mm-hmm. And, you know it's all about following too, so the um you know, I guess these guys get opportunities opportunity because of the following they they had a big following on YouTube, and then all of a sudden they go to boxing and they get they get this crazy amount of money, and you know boxers never get this much money, you know <laughs> <laughs> so how much they're getting so it's um it's crazy, mm-hmm. but um hopefully um hopefully we, hopefully this boxing game could change and we could get the fights that we want to see uh, i think I think everybody deserves it um uh, the boxing game deserves it, you know.
0: I think That's the boxing all. game is, is very fragile right now. And we need to that recognize is. that at any given point, you know how, you know, how like for, as a, as an example, it's like, you just keep eating and you're, you're going to say, well, tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to go on a diet.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> tomorrow, Guilty. Tomorrow, Gu- comes, right.
0: tomorrow Gu- turns into a week, a yeah. week turns into a month. And all yeah. of a sudden you've been out for six months and yeah. now, you now you really put on weight. And now you know, <laughs> shit. I yeah. have to get, like, how do I get back to that? Because now right. it's even harder. Well, so I'm, boxing is right there. Boxing's on that. I'm going to give it another month. Yeah. And we don't have another month. We don't have another year. We've already back. spent 2022 waiting and waiting and waiting. So Look. hopefully, this year will be the year to, I guess, remember when everyone was so excited for 2020 and then the world just shut down? Let's hope exactly. that 2020 is really 2023. All the hopes and <laughs> dreams we had for that year. Yeah. And hopefully it happens this year. But, um, Andrew, even just, you know, speaking with yourself, you know, congratulations uh-huh. on signing with Nova Sports. Uh, Napper did. is a good friend of mine, and you're in great hands uh, signing with them. You know, what, what was the influence? I mean, obviously, talk about a bit about, you know, the approach and, and you signing with this, you know, a newly launched uh, boutique sports agency.
1: Um, so, you know, Napper, he, um, he hit me up and he basically told me, hey, um, why don't you come to UK and you, know, and, you know, try to, you know, rebuild your career. And I was like, yo, um, I could do that, but I don't have the support out there. And what he said was, um, yeah, you got me and Chris. And um, so if you don't know, Chris, me and Chris, we grew up together, started boxing together when we was 15 in Vegas. And um, when he said that, I was like, yo, I, I ain't think of that. All right, <laughs> so you know, so I, I basically jumped on the opportunity, and um, and I know I know um, Napper he's good with the branding and uh, bringing sponsors, and Chris he he's definitely he's definitely like the plug of getting me fights, and you know, you know everybody you know he has a big fan base in UK, and um, so I, I was just like yo this this is a great idea, and um, and I I was confident in signing because because of Chris.
0: Yeah, and Napper, you know, speaking of which, when you're talking about he's really good with branding. I mean, he's he's a huge um, part of you know Pretty Little Thing and their success, and you know dealing with all the influencers and things of that sort. So he's definitely um, a really good person for that in terms of branding and putting you out there. And just you know, just to clarify, I don't want to misquote anything. You know, Nova Sports is a consultancy and management company not a sports yeah. agent. Mm. I just want to make sure yeah, that clearly. Yeah. Um, you said that you would want Tommy Fury and Chris Billiam as tuna fights. I mean shots fired <laughs> uh, you don't think
1: that you don't, um. think that you don't think
0: that you don't think those tuna fights? Tommy <laughs> Fury and, and Chris <laughs> Billiam are tuna fights. I don't give an opinion Andrew you know that. <laughs>
1: I, I, I think they took enough the fights there yeah, i don't think you know i don't think they're on my level but you know for me there was a two enough fights for sure
0: okay You,
2: know, you know Tommy's, Tommy's gonna t- have something to say about it <laughs>
1: i mean Tommy, Tommy ain't fault nobody you know uh you know yeah. all respect to him um I guess his brother did good but um yeah he's not he's, he's not on my level well, and Andrew, him, he's all right.
0: Andrew, you keep talking like that you're gonna have John fury after your ass when you get to the uk
1: <laughs> right it's true I mean, I'm not scared. None of them furious, you know. Tyson, even Tyson can get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but is that, is
0: it,
2: now is that okay. your ideal fight, Andrew? Like, just to, to to have a Tyson Fury fight ultimately before he retires?
1: Um, no, I, I won't say I won't necessarily say Tyson, uh, but um, I like to fight um Yusik, You know, Usyk. He's a smaller heavyweight. You know, we like to stay on the smaller range of the heavyweights. I think Tyson Fury's a little too big. Yeah, that's a big guy. That's you a big
2: guy. That's That's definitely a big guy right there. Right. Well, you know, you fought you fought a big guy in um, James Wilson and back in August, and that was a good right. win for you. He had he had tremendous buzz on social media. Remember, they were saying this is the this is this could be the next Mike Tyson. He ultimately he had all these training videos. A lot of people were impressed. So I thought that was a pretty good win for you, also to put you in in uh and and championship contention. You know.
1: Yeah. Um. I didn't think so. I thought you know that was a tune-up too. Um, I was supposed to fight Tyrone Spong, and um, I guess okay. he couldn't. I guess he couldn't fight because of um, I, I guess um, some type of travel, uh, some type of travel um, things. And um, uh, hopefully, um, we can we can get there, and, get in there next time and fight some type of contender. You, you know, know, if I can get the respect yeah. in the boxing game. Uh, James yeah, Spang, um, you that's know, he, he's uh, he's um, he's a respectable dude, but I feel like he's more of like a YouTube boxer. And, um, yeah. Well, he, and I, he I, did I, have I a buzz. To, I need to be up. Yeah, he has a buzz, but I he, I need to be. He in a definitely real fighter, has a buzz. Know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
2: I thought it was good to get your name out there with that type of win because I remember specifically, especially during COVID, he was all over social media and there was a lot of buzz on him because I always check out different fighters up and coming and you know he had a bit a bit of buzz. So now they know that he they, in case they look for him they'll see that that has always gone and they'll know who gave it to him.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: So you um, mentioning Alexander Usyk, I know that he had done an interview, I want to say two months ago or so, where he said that he's struggling to make the weight at heavyweight. Right. You know, putting right. on that <laughs> weight is sort of the, the amount of effort that it takes for him to put on the weight has sort of taken him away from training and really exactly. focusing on, um, you know, just the training aspect of it. He mentioned possibly going back down to cruiserweight, if not retirement, after the fight with Tyson Fury. So that's obviously something that sits on your radar with the thought that he may decide to campaign himself back at at cruiserweight, right?
1: Yeah, that's um that's a fight I dream of. You know, um, he's one of the best in the world, and um, if I get that opportunity, man, that'd be perfect. I'd be perfect for my career, and my
0: legacy, and um
1: I think I have to start um. They give them, they give them problems.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, with, with, even with heavyweight, is that ever an aim for you? Like you said, like with maybe the smaller guys. Yeah, we so uh,
1: heavyweight, well, heavyweight, I like to take opportunities. It's, it's a couple fighters that heavyweight, I feel like it's not, It's, it's you know, they call them boogeyman, but they're not really that, they're not a boogeyman at all. Like Frank Sanchez, I'll give him that smoke any day. Oh, yeah. You know, uh you know, light like heavyweight's scared to fight him, and I feel like it's this. You know, he's not like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Andy Ruiz is a, short, is a smaller, shorter heavyweight. That'd be
1: a good fight too. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty big. He's like close to 300 pounds. But um. Yeah. You know, that's that's a good opportunity. But it's. You know.
0: Andrew, you know he's lost some weight. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's like he he's like about pounds. 220 Come right now. I <laughs> uh, he he think about he's.
0: He's about 290 now. He lost like 10 pounds.
2: <laughs> I think he's in great shape. Yeah, he, he looks good. He he good. Yeah, he he good now, for sure. From how we looked at that second Joshua fight, he looks way better now.
0: Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, um, who do you see winning the undisputed fight?
1: With, um, which, which one? With, with, um, I'm sorry. With yeah.
0: yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Usyk and Tyson Fury.
1: Uh, so I, I see um, Tyson Ferry beating them. Uh, I think Tyson Fury is too big, too crafty, you know what I'm saying? Um,
2: with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com.
1: Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions
0: apply. See website for details. Did we lose him?
2: Sounds like it. Hey Andrew. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah,
0: I'm here.
1: Yes. There you go. Uh, Okay. Did you hear me?
0: No. No, we missed you for a second.
1: Alright, so um, I think I think Tyson to definitely edge it out. Um, I see I, I believe he's too big, too crafty, and um, he's uh, he possibly gonna stop him. Yeah. hmm so, Okay, I don't, I, 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 I don't really I don't really think um Yusik really got a chance with him. You know, maybe go to the body, but I think I, I think I don't think I don't see nobody beating Tyson. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't see nobody beating him.
0: Yeah, he he's is- he's like a
1: dog. He's, his dog. He has too many tricks, too many, too many loopholes. It's, it's oh, man, it's, yeah, it's 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 a tough. It's tough to beat. It's tough to beat him. Too big. Yeah,
0: he, he, no, is a bit of, he is a he a, a bit of nature, that's for sure. And and I think right. that even though there's a lot of talk online, you know, everyone wants to slate somebody on social media these days. I think in twenty years' time, you know, when he's well retired and it's a whole new wave of new boxers on the scene we'll be able to truly appreciate what he brought to the division um, because it could be a long time before we see someone, you know, matched with his style, his skill and his size come along.
2: Oh, absolutely. All right.
0: Now, um, Andrew, 100%. you, you had mentioned two UK fighters as tune-up fights. Now, is the goal for you, you know, you're American, is the goal for you to campaign over in the UK or, or what, what? what's the strategy behind that?
1: Um, you just, I'm, I wanna just get a couple of fights in the UK, um, get some guys, like, you know, like a Tyson Fury, I mean, uh, Tommy Fury and Chris Billum, you guys have a good following, but um, the main thing, I'm trying to get the titles, to get a couple of titles and take mm-hmm. some opportunities at heavyweight. Uh, I, I don't need to really c- campaign at, um, in the UK. Um, you know, one of, my, one of the guys I look up to, Lawrence Oakley, uh, he's up there. And, um, you know, I, I got I got much respect for him. And um, I, guess, um, I guess after he get a couple of titles, I'm going to be right behind him and get him.
0: Now, you're in camp with Lawrence, right? Right. Yeah. He has a fight coming up, what is it, in March? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. yeah. Uh,
1: he, he's going to fight um, David Light. I, I believe it's going to be yeah. easy work for him. But, um, man, he's focused and uh, he's going to do his thing.
0: Yeah, I'm reading about how uh, it'll be his WBO world title defense against David Light, likely right. for March 2023 in the UK. Um, it's a great it's a great opportunity for you. I mean, genuinely, that's where my career really blossomed in the UK. So I hope it does the same for you. Not saying anything against the US, but for some reason out in the UK, they really – they are diehard boxing fans. So if there's yeah. a way to <laughs> –
2: of oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: And ad- gain an additional following elsewhere that is outside of the U.S. Then more power to you.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. I, I guess. I guess. Especially my division, cruiserweight division, isn't isn't that popular in the U.S. Um. So it's it's just the best. This the best move to go to U.K. and and fight out there and yeah, make some noise. I That's
0: agree. True.
2: That's true. Yeah. That. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. Smart move.
0: Congratulations yeah. on signing with Nova Sports. Um, we will look forward to speaking more with you. Hopefully, next time in an actual interview, face to face.
1: Right. <laughs> um,
0: and uh, any any ideas to when you will have an update on when you'll be returning?
1: Uh, I believe uh, end of August, or maybe. I mean, I mean, end of March and maybe April. Okay. So yeah. Okay, so we are uh, we, we, we were, working we were on some things. We we're gonna maybe, on um, maybe the next Chris U part. Okay, so yeah,
0: that would be some good exposure for you. And I'm, and I'm Absolutely. Happy for you. Yeah. Um, well, go enjoy that Miami sunshine, <laughs> get that vitamin it's, D. It,
1: you know, you know, it's actually kind of cold out here, it's crazy. Where I'm, at, it's, it's kind of cold Hold on it's, it. it, 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 it's, it, it, it yeah, it's it's cold out. Yeah,
2: it's pretty cold. It's um, not new. It, it's I'm in New York right now. We're dealing with 29 degrees right now. So yeah, I'll take what you have
1: before this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, about, it's about like a good 40, good 40 degrees. It's, it's oh, cold, you know. Okay. So, I'll, hold, take it. I'll take
0: it. Uh, hold up, hold. up. I just checked the weather app right now. Uh-huh. It says it's 70 degrees there.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm 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 a little I'm a little out outside of my mind. I'm in like um, Fort Lauderdale. So yeah, it's, it's a little cold. It's 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 still it's a little windy. Even it's the sun is out good, but it's, it's pretty windy.
2: Mm. And, and, and Andrew, I think I think you're indoors with the AC on. Right? <laughs> I, on.
0: I blame the AC. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think the, the person who's going to Who's going to take the W right now is definitely going to be Mark because it is freaking <laughs> shit in, in New York. At least it's, oh, it's yeah. right here in Vegas at the minute. It's been quite cold, uh, but, but it ain't no New York.
2: Right. So. I'm ready to relocate. I'm so ready to relocate. It's not even funny. <laughs>
0: you know. Well, Andrew, thank, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you for it. having
1: me. Thank you. Appreciate no problem.
0: You. We'll speak with you soon. Uh,
2: absolutely. Okay, to the, best,
1: the best to you, Andrew, always.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yep. See you soon. All right, Mark. Yep. Do right you here. have any final good. do you have any final thoughts you'd like to add to the podcast before we wrap up?
2: Yeah, you know what? I always got some final thoughts. And the good news <laughs> for me, I heard <laughs> the good news the good news the good news for the boxing world is I heard uh they finally have a date for Lomachenko and Devin Haney, which is May twentieth. Okay. Venue is to be determined. So that's that's a good thing, right there. Okay. Besides that, I got to see about my OnlyFans. Maybe I'll get that going. Maybe you know, figure that out and uh, try to get some money with you and uh, Iggy. We'll see what happens. See? You <laughs> know, have my own. Have try to keep up with you guys. Get my own page.
0: <laughs> hey, more power to you. Just make sure you add me as a referral. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I have to. I have to read this out because I just checked it now. Um, as of this morning. Just a few hours ago, um, Keith Eidick from Boxing Scene has report or put put up an article that says Bob Arum saying that Usyk wants fifty fifty for the Fury fight, and and that's not right if their fight is at Wembley. So, mm. so I guess Saudi isn't a hundred percent definite because I thought Saudi was. official. Oh,
2: I, I did too. I did too. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm just going to read a little bit from the article. It says, Bob Arum and Frank Warren are awaiting an offer from investors in Saudi Arabia who they believe want to bring the Tyson Fury Alexander Usyk heavyweight title fight to that country sometime this spring. Now, if that offer offer either never comes or is deemed unacceptable, Arum has informed BoxingScene.com that their backup plan is to bring Fury Usyk to Wembley Stadium in London. Wow. I would love that, That's by the huge. way. That's huge. Wow. That, by the way. Just, believe... just
2: imagine the atmosphere for that fight at Wembley. Oh, my God.
0: Stupid. Absolutely oh my God. stupid. So it says a record crowd of approximately 94,000 assembled Jeez. for Fury's sixth round knockout of Dillian White um, on April 23rd at Wembley Stadium. Um, but Usyk is willing to fight Fury there. Now... Okay, wow. here, here's his quote, okay? Everybody agreed that if Saudi Arabia's offer comes through and it's real, then that's where we'll go. Uh, this is uh, Bob Arum, who's obviously co-promoter with Fury's other promoter, uh, Frank Warren's Queenberry Promotions. If not, we'll do the fight at Wembley. The fighters have agreed to the fight. I spoke to Frank Warren. We're giving them until this week to come with their offer, which I believe we'll get. If we don't, then we're going to do the fight at Wembley. And then we'd have to talk about the percentages because Usyk wants 50-50. Now, that's not right if the fight's at Wembley because there'll be 95,000 Brits at the fight and big Brit pay-per-view money. So Tyson deserves the lion's share. But we we don't get to that point if the investors in Saudi Arabia come through because the way they operate is they make deals with each of the fighters. We've been led to believe that they'll come. I'm sorry, I'm getting this all wrong. Hold on. We've been led to believe that they're going to come with a proposal this week. I'll believe it when I see it, but it's not like they haven't come through in the past. So basically, they're hopeful. They they believe that Saudi Arabia will come through, and I believe it too. Did you hear how Saudis possibly buy, buying the WWE?
2: Yeah, I did. I was really, I was all up. All, I was all up in that article. Oh I just didn't God. understand the part where they said they're making it. If they bought it, they would make it private. That part, I didn't. I didn't really understand so much.
0: Yeah, but see, who that knows? Thing, though, I'm not quite understanding either, but if yes. that happens, that's a huge move because you're obviously seeing what they're trying to do for events um, overall in that country. Now, yeah. the only thing I don't like about what Bob Arum just said was the fact that Usyk wants 50-50 if they do it at Wembley, and that's not going to happen. Now, that means what? Are we stalling till summer now, or what's the situation? So-
2: Let's let's just go fifty-five, forty-five. I don't care where they fight, even though it'd be great to see. Because the atmosphere of a big, major fight in Wembley has always been awesome to see on TV. I don't think I'll make it there, but it would be. I don't care where they fight. Just give me an undisputed champion before this year is over, please.
0: And I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking sixty forty to the winner.
2: Yeah, I think Tyson would be uh quick to say okay to that. He's confident he'll beat the middleweight, so we'll see
0: 60 40. I mean, it makes sense right whoever wins gets 60 percent, and whoever loses gets 40 so that's, that's a yeah. fair. well well, like...
2: well you know what this 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 the percentages might just come down to maybe you can talk to tyson about it since you have a pretty good friendship with him and you can give him a call and say look make it happen 45 55 as long as you know as long as you take the middleweight out you gotta make sure you say middleweight because that's what he calls him and uh, mm-hmm. he, he might just uh <laughs> he might just give in and say yeah whatever
0: well, hopefully, but to be fair, I've seen instances where, and we've all seen it, where people aren't willing to budge on certain things. And as far as Tyson Fury is concerned, he doesn't give a shit about the titles. So that's the only thing I'm thinking, like, mm, is he going to budge? Because he really doesn't give a shit about it. To him, it's mm-hmm. like he just wants to fight people, but he he's he's not... He's already had all the belts in total, maybe not all at once. Yeah. Add them all in total. So oh, yeah. it's not, it's not the biggest thing for him, is whereas well. I could see it means more probably to Usyk than it does to him. So we'll see. I, I am confident we will get something, but when I don't know. And and I feel like you know, we're entering into mid-January. I'm still hopeful, but if we get to February, mid-Feb, and we don't have an announcement, it's definitely going to be a summer fight in uh probably england but that's actually what i would prefer cuz it's freezing as hell in england even in the spring so i would prefer <laughs> a summer fight with you know a warm a warmer night in mm-hmm. london than a freezing night in spring
2: <laughs> makes sense makes sense especially if you're going to be out there you get to enjoy more than just attending the fight and, and staying in the hotel room cuz it's too cold so
0: yeah you know yeah well, well,
2: I, I, think it's, I think it's funny how they both had, have nicknames for each other. Tyson calls him the middleweight, and Usyk had a post the other day. He calls him Belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's good. It's, it, I, I, they have a pretty good buildup, and you can see they're both enthusiastic about getting this undisputed championship on. And, you know, as an advocate fan, I, I just can't wait. For the first time, you can say somebody holds all four belts. I'm, I'm looking forward to that.
0: I like to see them both show up as Joker and Batman as they've had in the past <laughs> at their press
2: that would be awesome.
0: That'll be awesome. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's going to be you-
2: interesting to build up.
0: Oh, it's yeah. going to be a great build up. Absolutely great. Yeah. Great one. And I look forward to covering yeah. that myself. Um, but thank you for your time. I appreciate it as always. Likewise. Likewise. On. Likewise. You know what? I just want... People to know that they can find our podcast, if not have already found it currently. But if you're listening on YouTube, you can also listen um, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well as Google Play. Make sure you guys download and follow us weekly because we will be doing these every single week. If not, hopefully, depending on our schedules, twice a week. That would be great.
2: That's right. Consistency is key. Consistency <laughs> That's right.
0: Consistency in fact key. Um, don't That's forget right. that this weekend we have Chris Eubank Jr. versus Liam Smith, uh, January 21st, live on Sky Sports in the U.K., but also DAZN in the U.S. They won the the bid on that one. So it will be seen here in the U.S. on DAZN.
2: Excellent. That's All right. excellent. Yep. Always we'll
0: have a, yourself a great Monday.
2: Likewise. And we'll catch up on the
0: rebound. Yep. Absolutely. All right.